Welcome to PhD with Women on It, Hack the Future. My name is Beata Young, and today's PhD Positivity Hack Delivered will be by our guest, Mary Colley. Topic, how to develop the business model that will last through generations. Episode 78 starts here. Let me remind you, this is a grassroots community that focuses on Women on IT, an inclusive forum of women in technology, startups, and female leaders who are supported by men as well. And I bring heart to that hustle because empathy is my mojo. And empathy is critical when you are developing the business model that will last through generations. Let me remind you some of the great happenings around us and great community happenings. Great community people who are our supporters. Have you seen Rachel covered latest mental health campaign? We should indeed think about how the metaverse impacts our, impacts our daily lives. Thank you, Rachel, for creating a very informative video. Thank you for the fabulous conversation I had last weekend week uh, with Brittany Hub. Hamilton. I'm sorry. Um, my brain is still, you know, focused on so many topics uh, when it comes to creating the business model of the future that will last generations. I also had a wonderful time sharing the panel with Mariela Camilleri. Mariela, I hope your conference in European Union goes well. And thank you very much for the moderator, Carolina Vallejo, and Alsam Women Banking and Fintech event. Now it is the time to build on this momentum and leverage digital financial services of the future. Unbanked and underbanked groups are eager to see the change. Me inclusive. Congratulations, Natasha Ebner, on your role. You're an inspiring leader and an asset in our community that is fortunate to have you. I'm glad that Rail has invited you again to join their cohort, and I hope you're going to take them to the next level. In today's episode, we are going to learn how to develop the business model that will last through generations. Managing your business is like running a marathon. You have to train, you have to practice, and you have to get in shape. If you want to set up yourself to success, it's important that you know your goals and are able to achieve them. If you want to be successful in business, you need to have a clear path for success. And that's true whether it's your own business or whether you're working for somebody else. For Positivity Hack Delivered, our guest, Mary Colling, is passionate about helping businesses, business owners, and do more in less time, giving them a life as well as business. She does this through her focus on 90 days, every 90 days. She worked with thousands of business owners from want to be business owners to national and international organization and has helped them get amazing results through simple tools, resources and guidance. She helps to get clarity on what you want, when and why and helps you steer your course to achievement and enjoyment as you realize your vision and this is what she's gonna do tonight. Mary, 
Where in the world are you today? I am in the mountains in Malaga in Spain, and it's absolutely glorious here. So I'm very pleased to be with you. <laughs> I'm very pleased to be with you as well. We are in the Mediterranean as well. We are in beautiful Valletta, the capital of Malta, the smallest uh, capital in Europe. I'm blessed to have this lovely weather. I guess that was the choice you made um, when you relocated to Malaga because you're origin originally from where? I'm originally from Birmingham in the Midlands, um, right in the middle of the UK, as far away from the sea as you can possibly guess. There you go, absolutely. So um, I wanted to ask you what was, apart from the weather, the other reason you decided to relocate? Well, apart from the weather, I think when I first came to Spain, I really felt that I belonged here. And, and I just loved it. I love the people, the pace of life, the very natural. In a way, it's like going back 50 years in England in, in the good way, you know, the best way. So just everything. I love everything about it. And we have regular visitors, so couldn't ask for more. Because uh, I am, the, from my understanding, I, um, you have invested in some properties as well. That's other side hustle. And our guest Andy uh, was speaking to us just a couple of months ago. And when we asked him, "Do you have anybody to recommend?" he said, "Well, absolutely. My partner in life. She's upstairs, busy working. She cannot watch this show, but she definitely qualifies to deliver some positivity hacks." So what positivity hacks you're bringing and why is it so important? Well, that's my wonderful Andy, my wonderful Andy Gwynn. We live and work together. We've been together nearly 20 years and we're both really passionate about having a great life. You set up in business for lots of reasons. Some of those get lost along the way, but actually it is great to just share, um, help other people move on their journey faster and easier than we have. I hope that makes sense. Oh, totally. It makes sense. So you have some tools you prepared uh, for us. Uh, tell us about the 90 days uh, dynamic there, because it sounds very complex. Well, it's really simple. It's really simple, but there's an awful lot to it. So um, I've prepared some slides to try and cover things as quickly and as easily as possible because I've got a lot packed into this this hour that we're going to have together. And the reason I've prepared slides is because for anybody who's watching this, it's likely that you'll want to watch the video. It's likely that you'll want to, to replay and to dive into the bit that's most relevant for you. So is it okay if I continue with the presentation? Please go ahead. Uh, feel free to, um, you know, carry on with your presentation, but let me also jump in if we have any emerging questions. Absolutely. I think that's the best way and, to and, and Absolutely. And we encourage our community to ask questions because that's the only opportunity you have right now to speak to our expert. Well, what I'll do is because I work in a spirit of abundance, not scarcity. 
So one of the things that I do is I will give you a way to keep in touch with me um, where you can get more free help and support because I have a lot more than I can pack into an hour. Um, and I'm happy to give it away free because of my relationship with Beata and because we're all, it's in everybody's best interests for businesses to do well. So I'm going to rattle through as best I can. Now, today, what I'm going to do is talk to you about how you can prioritize quickly, easily to get great results consistently. A lot of businesses struggle with consistency. They're a bit roller coaster. They're a bit on, off, up, down. Um, and I want to help you smooth that out so that business can be more predictable for you. The key things as well uh, are about removing stress. If you've got less stress, more focus, you know, then you can achieve a lot more. It gives you more certainty. So you can achieve more with less. Now, we use this. We've used it with thousands of businesses. And basically what I've done is I've taken um, at least 40 years experience in all kinds of businesses all around the world, big ones, small ones, everything in between. And I've distilled it down to one page. This is the simplest business plan that you will ever see in your life, I promise you. It took me a long time to put it together, um, but it is really simple. So today I'm gonna to run through it quickly, the problems, the solutions, um, the ultimate one-page business plan, and some bonuses for you at the end, including free support, because I'm committed to that. It's my form of personal taxation, you know, I, I have clients who pay and it means I can give back to people who maybe aren't ready or can't pay. So we keep everything moving around. At the end, I will stay on for questions. But what I want you to do is, um, the slides are coming up a little bit quickly, but that's, that's okay. Um, tell me in the chat what your business problems are because I want you to think about the kind of problems and challenges that you have. For me, I know that business can be tough, it can be lonely, and it can be really challenging because you, when you have um, problems, questions, challenges, you don't want to discuss them with maybe the people at home because you want them to be confident in you. Um, you also find that sometimes it can be overwhelming as a business owner, particularly if it's a small business. You've been pulled in different directions. There's lots of things that need and demand your attention. It can be confusing. So I want you to put in the comments, you know, what, what are your problems? And I will pick those up at the end. And I will, I promise at the end, I will give you ways to contact me so that I can help you with those ongoing. So today it's about just value. There is no pitch, there is no sales, no nothing. It's just about giving value to, to your, to Beata, to your group. So let's, um, I, I will come back and see some chat later, but I'm not seeing any, any comments at the moment, but I will review them, I promise. So, I already see one comment coming, Mary. Uh, we have Rombit. Um... I struggle with selling. I guess it's a uh, uh, selling product or services. Let's tackle that. Well, I'm going to come to that. I'm going to come to all manner of problems and I'm going to do it in a really simple, structured way. So if we go on to the, the next slide, whatever your problems are in business and do share more of them because they will all get covered, I promise you. Um, I want to talk about solutions and the solution on the next slide will, will be 
the one page business plan because this it took me a lot of time to put it together so if you go to the next slide please somebody's doing this for me so i can't do it at my own pace that's absolutely fine business can be a roller coaster but on the right hand side you'll see a quote learn from the mistakes of others you can't live long enough to make them all yourself and this is my feeling because what I found over the years is if I can learn from somebody else's mistakes, I'm still going to make mistakes. And everything I've learned has you know, it's really been from mistakes and doing it the hard way before I found the easy way. So I know exactly what every single problem, problems selling, problems marketing, problems managing my time, prioritizing, managing team, recruiting team. I've had all of them, all of them. There is nothing new under the sun. Now, the hard way is to do trial and error, also fondly known as trial and terror, because it can be terrifying. Um, but you can learn from your mistakes. There's a better way. And being too busy to learn, this is a big problem that I see for business owners. They're so busy doing what they're doing that they haven't got time to stop and learn. That's why I've given, I'm giving you tonight the simplest plan. It will help you prioritize and dive deeper into the right areas for you. Um, a lot of people think, well, I'll get round to it. You know, it will happen. I'll be able to do it. And you're just busy and, and in demand uh, for your time. Staying on the roller coaster, it's up, down, up, down, and it is horrible. But the easy way is model what works, copy what somebody else has done, and use the tools and resources that they've been using to get similar results and save yourself a lot of time. So learn from other people's experience. Now, it's also about, and, and this is something that's really important to me, and I would recommend it for everybody, find 90 minutes in a week at least to work on yourself and on your business. So learn, time to learn, make it happen and make a decision to smooth the way. Now, I hope you will make a decision to smooth the way with the business plan. Let's go to the next slide and I will show you um, the ultimate one page business plan. We have you covered with everything and you will see next that you have the actual nine box one page business plan. So if we can see that, they are colored because it's nine boxes, one page, three pillars. Now, I can't believe how simple it can be. And if only somebody had told me this at the beginning of my self-employed journey back in 1997, my life would have been a lot easier. But we've cracked the code and we're going to share it with you. There are four cornerstones on here now. I will go through every single one of these boxes very quickly, but to give you an overview. And I will give you access to the download and to specific downloads from pillar number one. So I'm giving stuff away free. Let's go to the next slide and we'll talk about pillar number one. The first pillar, which is on the left-hand side, is all about you. Now, most people want to dive into the marketing or the sales, but this is let's get yourself right first. So why did you set your business up? What's your vision for it? And how did you see it when you set the business up? What, what was the, you know, what did you think your time would look like? How did you think a typical day or week would look? Um, you will have had an idea of what money you'd make from the business and maybe how much it would cost you to run. But these are three boxes 
Um, vision, mission, values, and goals. This is all about why you set up. Time, this is time mastery and productivity mastery. There are things that happen on a recurring basis. I've got tools to help you with all of these things and financials. So the next slide is one quick tool and I'm gonna give you access to a template for this so you can create your own. But very briefly, when you get clear on your vision, everything else falls into place. So I recommend, and I have a download that will help you create your own. Look at where you are now, look at where you want to be in the future and just look at four key boxes, money, people, time, and what will you be delivering to get this money in? Then there are six keys there that you'll see on the screen. Those six keys mean that with these six steps, you can achieve anything that you want to achieve. You go from A to B, and I recommend that you do this every 90 days. Do it now, and it's a simple piece of paper to write on. I will give you access to the download at the end, but you literally will say, what am I doing in October? What am I doing in November? And what am I doing in December? Really, really simple. That makes you and forces you to get very clear on one, two, three each month. And sometimes the minute you write that down, you realize you've got to do something before you can do the thing that you want to do. So if we look at the next slide, you'll see Joanne, um, who's a wonderful client of mine from New York. She says, oh, I love that you hold the space for us to do this. You hold the space. She got clear on a whole year's worth of planning. She was employed and self-employed. She put on that stairway to heaven, which is, you know, I want to go from here to the stairway right up to heaven. She put her work, employed work on there first, the goals and key dates that were important to her business that she was being paid for by somebody else. Then she matched her goals in to help her find her way and her exit route for the future. So on the next slide, um, we're looking at box two, and I am going to cycle through these quickly because there'll be a bunch of handouts and, and things for you afterwards. The default diary is what we use. It's your productivity mastery plan. Um, but like at school, you had a school timetable. What I suggest is you create one for your business. Now, for me, typically, what I will do is have... Um, a day where I'm triggered to go, oh, financials, I need to look at the financials today. Oh, I need to look at the marketing. So um, this is about getting your time mastered. And you'll see underneath, you've got the nine boxes there. So that's to remind you um, to actually put them into your plan. So have you got some personal time in there as well? Make it cover your business and your life because that way it's much, much easier. Okay, so do we have um, anything oh, so far? Don't know what happened there. I suddenly lost StreamYard. I've got you back again. Hello, wonderful. So we are still here. Um, we are still connected to our community. We have another two questions, uh, Mary. And okay. uh, I wonder whether we can answer or we're going to keep them on in the on the tender hooks here. 
Well, if they're quick, I'll answer them because I've still got loads to share, but um, it's up to you. Excellent. Okay. So I would suggest that um, we skim through your testimonials because it's definitely, you know, something that we can see on your LinkedIn page. I was really okay. amazed by the LinkedIn page uh, and uh, the feedback you were getting from your community. We have Agata Bellon. She says, I struggle with balancing admin and marketing priority so that's that's exactly where the default diary comes in because what you do is you plan your week as if you're planning school lessons um, and I will say Friday's working on the business takes a while to get to this it takes a while to get to this and I've got a free five-day challenge to help people do a number of these things. I'll explain that as we go, because there really is there's, there's such a lot that I would love to give you today. Um, I know exactly what you mean. And there, there are solutions for it in terms of managing your time and managing your default diary means testing it, measuring it and adjusting it. That didn't work very well last week. I'll try something different next week. So you fine tuning all the time. And we have I Asmeralda. She's saying, I struggle to connect with my target market. We're coming to that. We're coming to that. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm looking forward. So let's go back to our uh, your presentation and let's review so you can carry on with explanation of different stages. Excellent. Excellent. So the three pillars really cover everything. So we were talking about when you've got your vision clear, you know what your goals are for the quarter. Then what you can do is master your time. The next thing is to manage your financials. So um, if we get the slides back up, here we go. This is, I have a financial checklist. It's going to have more on it than most of you need. But what I've done is I... This is wonderful. I give it away freely and I give it to accountants because a lot of accountants and bookkeepers are not nearly, and I apologize if I offend anybody, but they are not nearly as well organized as they could be. So I now get my bookkeeper to go through this. The financial checklist is a two-parter. Part one is what we do every month, looking at the money coming in, the money going out. Have we checked on all the communications? Have you got the bank statements? Have we reconciled everything? And part two is a month by month list of what has to happen. So this month, when my bookkeeper went through this with me, they come to the call with all the answers. They, my expectations are managed and we skip straight to October because that's where we are now. And in October, there are four things I need to do. I can ignore the rest of it because we're not, you know, we're not in those months. But putting this together and this, I have a free five day challenge around this. I have free five day challenges around goals, time and financials, because these are your fundamental foundation stones. So let's skip past the, um, the next testimonial, because all I'm going to do is say to you there, that's about Helen, who was an accountant in her former life. But what she did was she went, sometimes what you're good at, you forget to do when you set your own business up. So what she did was got to grips with it. Now, pillar number two is all about your business. And I call this the engine room. The formatting has gone slightly off, but that's that's OK. You can you can see what it's about. 
So pillar number two, once you've got yourself right, you can get your business right. And marketing, sales and delivery should always be consistent. And the cogs on the right show that these are pieces of the machinery that should be working together consistently, smoothly. You never switch any of them off. Now, I made the mistake in my early years of of being self-employed of marketing like crazy I went to all the wrong marketing events, and I'm going to tell you more about that in the next thing. So that will that will answer one of the questions we've already had. But when you get your marketing right, then you keep that going. You can turn it up or down, but never turn it off. Then you've got your sales. You need a sales process. I'm going to quickly cover these points in some slides to help you. Um, and delivery. What are you delivering now? Don't get into the trap of I market, I make a sale and then I'm delivering. So I stop marketing because then when perhaps a contract ends, you're suddenly going, oh, my God, I'm looking at my income going off a cliff. So this is an engine room that needs to keep going. And if we look at the next slide, you'll see a little more about each of these boxes. So marketing. Now, there are two words to really make a note of here. Um, The six words, the wonderful six magic words, anything in your business, you can ask yourself who, what, when, where, why and how. But the two most important words for marketing and write these down are who do I serve? Who is it that I want to attract? Who do I want to find me? And where can I find them in the highest concentration? Now, I have a one page marketing plan as well that I give away freely, but it starts with who and where. Now, the clearer you can get on the who and the where, that's 80 percent of the results that you're going to get. If you're just marketing and pushing things out crazy, you're just working too hard. And with marketing, you might do it online, you might do it offline. There will be lots of different ways. And I would recommend that you go back and watch the replay of Andy Gwynn's LinkedIn presentation, because that's about how to get fined by your ideal target market and, you know, how to set out your stall. So everything that you need is going to be in there. But focus on who and where. Those are the most important. On the next page, we have, um, you can skip past that again because it's just somebody saying, you know, wow, ask for help. Mary will give you help. Um, and that's true. So when you've got your marketing going and Andy's session on LinkedIn, Andy Gwynn, G-W-Y-N-N, he will talk about the three key rules of marketing. You want to find and write these words down because these will be your basics. Um, Along with that who and where, you want to find your ideal client, connect with them in the right way. Don't start pitching for goodness sake, give them value, give them stuff, build trust. um, And I'll, I'll reinforce that in a moment. Find the right people, connect with them in the right way and engage with them to build a relationship. If you go straight into pitching, you'll see it in your own messages that you get, emails, messages. People pitch too soon, it puts you off. So then when you get to sales, don't be like this poor kid at the top who's being caught in the crossfire. You need to be targeted with the who and the where because you can waste a lot of time. And I've done it in the past. I've gone to every networking event known to man, 
It didn't get me what I wanted. I was just busy. Um, find the who and where and then have a process. And if you think, oh, I don't have a process, write down what you do now. Write down the steps in your sales process. I go to a networking event. I follow up after the networking event. Um, this is the follow-up that I send. This is the time scale that I follow up in. And if you don't follow up within 24 hours, then a day older is a day colder. So write down what you do <clears throat> and write down what the experience is of the other person. Marketing and sales are like a jigsaw that just tightly fit together. Have a process and track. Who is at what stage in your process? Um, I have a really simple way of keeping in touch with people. I have a free group and a members paid group because I, I will give them different levels of attention, but they will both get my attention. That's a great way to qualify that you're not just spending ridiculous amounts of time with people who will never buy from you. So process, track where people are and qualify and follow up, follow up, follow up all the time. So on the next slide, we have um, skip past that we don't need all these. You can see them if you get the replay. You can read what people are saying about the impact and the results. But then delivery is the other part. You're marketing, you're selling, and you're delivering. And these must work in tandem. I, honestly, trust me, it may seem difficult, but get some slots in your default diary, your timetable for your life and business. I'm marketing, I'm selling, and that might be the following up and keeping in touch and all of that. And I am delivering. Now, to me, I deliver to prospects as well as clients. Different levels, different depth. Um, but I am constantly thinking of, am I marketing, selling and delivering? And for me, selling is about helping people to qualify. Are you in this group or are you in this group? And it's not about pitching and selling for the sake of it. It's about saying what's right for people, because if you have a place to hold people and care for them, you can build the relationship so that when they're ready, they're thinking of you. But I've picked up so much business from people who never followed up. Um, um, well, you definitely have picked uh, a lot of um, uh, stories here. Uh, so we have an answer to Rambit, who is asking, I struggle with selling. Uh, we know that we have another pillar to go to. Um, so I was wondering whether we can answer some of these questions just by using your presentation. How to actually have the answers when you struggle with selling, when you struggle with balancing admin and marketing priority, or when you struggle to connect with your target market? Because as we know, startups or businesses don't fail because they lack a product. They fail because they lack customers and a profitable business model, as Steve Blank says. Yeah. And I think the thing is, this is why I offer ongoing support, because I'm giving you all these things. And I'm saying, pillar number one, get clear on your goals, get clear on your time, get clear on, you know, your, your financials. Now, I have free um, trainings for you on those things. And then what will happen is if you join my free group, you can access those trainings, you can use them, you can ask me questions in an environment where I'll, where I'll give you a more personal answer. Um, marketing, sales and delivery. I've given you the sort of top level things, but I have more to give you inside the free group. 
So I'm really trying to do broad brush strokes across everything and then say, at the end, you get the downloads from me that you want. I'll give you the link. You can go and get them. You get the downloads from me that you need. And I promise I will give you help and support with them afterwards as well. So, so it... how does this marketing plan help you pro or anybody who wants to use it prioritize the tasks? How uh, does it help you? It comes back to the one page plan and I'm going to wrap all this together with the summary of the one page plan. So it's like I'm telling you how it works and explaining it. I'm going pillar by pillar. And at the end, I will wrap up, review the whole thing together and show you how to more quickly prioritize. Okay, okay, so okay. Let's go back to the pillars and let's um, uh, focus. We have uh, 20 if you... minutes more or less left. Uh, oh. We have uh, questions that are still unanswered, but uh, Mary is come... going to answer all of them. And you're still welcome to ask any questions you may have to Mary. Let's go. Yes. And I promise you, I'm speeding through because I want to go back through the questions. Some of them may have been answered um, as we go through, but I promise I will stay on and, and answer any questions. We need to go back one because we suddenly skipped from the um, delivery. Did we skip from the delivery? Yes, we did. So let's go back to delivery. There we go. When you're delivering, um, there are three words I want you to think about. When you're delivering what it is you get paid for, be consistent. And there are two other words I'd write down. Manage expectations. Manage your clients' expectations. What can they expect from you? Um, at how and when and what are you doing? Understand the client journey. So be consistent. Getting clients is difficult enough. So make sure you have a real retention plan. How do you keep clients? The worst situations I've seen when people are working like crazy to get a client, they get one, they're not quite sure how they got one. So that's why I help you to unpick a sales process. And then you want to retain because the more it's hard, it's harder to sell to somebody who doesn't know you. It's much easier when somebody knows you and you've built the trust. It's much easier then to keep them and to get them referring other people to you. Get testimonials. The best way to get testimonials, give testimonials, give people testimonials. And there are specific ways to get them. Not, oh, this was great, but I got this from it. This is the difference. And if we had more time, I'd be sharing with you with some of my, my clients' testimonials and prospects' testimonials, what they get. So I was like this. I was struggling with this. I got this from Mary. I used it. And this is the difference that it made. That's how to get a testimonial. This was the problem I had. This is what your name, this is what they gave me and what they did for me. And this is how I am now. So you go from the pain to the pleasure through um, what you deliver. Okay, so next uh, two slides on, I think we're going now. There we go. Pillar three, and I am gonna come back and wrap all this together. It's why we make sure there are replays available and it's why I make sure that you can have these slides because you can go through them at your leisure. You can contact me afterwards. Pillar three is about secure growth. And this is the point where people, remember we're looking at these and we cycle through them every 90 days. This is stabilizing and maintaining. I don't know what's happened with the formatting, but 
but trust me, it's, it's fine. I'll give you a better copy. Stabilizing and maintaining, because sometimes you don't want to grow a big, bigger business. You want to get it strong and stable and firing on all cylinders. So it's about cycling back through these boxes on a regular basis. Um, or it's about scaling and growing. And it may be a mix of both of them. And you can see here on the right, the, the colors aren't great on my screen. But on the top right, we've got one of the cornerstones, which is about operations and admin. Now, these are your systems. These are your checklists, your processes, the things that you do consistently. Um, and then you've got team. This is when you don't have to do it all yourself. Together, everyone achieves more. Um, if you've got a system, you can give it to somebody else and it will be done to the right standard. And then we have results. So let's skip forward and we'll talk through each of these. And the biggest problem on the next slide is that most businesses do not have, if we can move the slide on, are you moving? I can move it. Here we go there. That's better. So you can save yourself stress, time, energy and money. That's what system stands for. If you have a system, you save yourself stress, time, energy, and money. How many times have you done something? And then what you've realized is you've missed a step in the process. You forgot to attach this. You forgot to send that. You forgot to ask a particular question. That's where consistency really wins every time. You go to McDonald's, you go to the Hilton, you go to different places and global companies have a consistency. This again is about managing expectations. Most business owners are like this post-it head up here. Everything's in the head and they say, and you may have caught yourself doing this, but no one else can do it as well as me. No, they can't. That's true. You're absolutely right because you haven't got a system for it. If you have a written down system that somebody can step-by-step step follow, that's been checked, that you know has all the steps, somebody else can do it. That frees you up as your business grows. If you have a written down system, you can use it so you won't miss anything. It means you can sit anywhere in the world and you can follow a checklist or a system. So let's look at the next slide. And we'll skip that. That's um, some great results in these if you do watch them on replay. To, and again, I put them in to give you an idea of just how much difference you can make to your business. People often say to me, Mary, I haven't got a team. It's just me. Well, I reckon you do have a team, but it's either internal or external. Your external team could be your bank, your solicitor, your accountant, a bookkeeper, it could be a mortgage broker. It could be all sorts of people. Um, Beata and PhD, are they're probably part of your team. Um, and I am happy to be part of your team. And, and I will invite you to, to the free group afterwards. But use external team, even if you haven't got internal team. As you grow, you will get internal team. And I've got systems and processes and quick, easy. Most of my stuff is one page because I want something that puts the fun back in business and makes it easy. So you want to recruit, you want to induct and bring people on board. You want to train and develop them, how to manage them. I've got one simple sheet. I get six progress and planning reports on a Monday morning. I get one from each team member 
I get them, I look at them, they're all four simple questions. What did they do last week? What are they focusing on this week? What do they need help with? And what are they behind on? Lots and lots of simple control systems. And I will come to the questions. Um, but again, the final box, and I'm going to come back and show you the whole thing again. And I would take some screenshots in coming soon. So either take a screenshot or get your mobile ready and take some pictures. And I will I'll tell you when to take the pictures for the quick, the quick summary. Um, what are your results? This is a cornerstone. Check your results because what you measure, you can manage. The minute you start to pay attention to things, whether that's your time, whether it's your sales, whether it's your marketing, the minute you start to pay attention, it's like magic. You suddenly start getting better results. We get monthly management information, but the key is to actually look at it and review it. And this requires a regular focus, daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annually. We always review before we plan. We do it every quarter, every 90 days. Some of these things we do every week, some we do every month. Um, so what we have here is, this is the one page plan, okay? Then we've cracked the 90 day planning code. Now, if you take a screenshot of that or a photo, what you'll see is you've got the three pillars with boxes underneath. You can score yourself on. Now, this is really simple. You get that, and I'll give you a, a link for a download. But when you use this, you download it, you look at it, and you go, how would I score myself out of 10 on vision, mission, and goals? How clear am I? Um, I scored myself an eight once, and then I saw what somebody else was doing, and I went, I'm only a six. Um, which is great because your scores will go up and down. It doesn't mean that you've got worse. It means you've seen something else and you've gone, oh, wow, I could do that as well. And that's why I want to share a lot of resources with you after today, because it's not about this one hour. It's about what you do because of what you've learned afterwards. So there are the three pillars there are some bullet points underneath to give you a reminder um, of what's in there. And I've got some bonuses for you. So, Beata, it looks like you have a question. I, I have a question from our lovely community here because I want to make sure that we have involved audience and people who want to have their questions answered uh, are very, very important to us because it's yes. not a monologue. It's about learning from each other and you're an expert here to bring the value, the special value of having this personal touch, not just after the show, uh, not just by joining your free of charge um, workshop, but also having the legal questions we might have. How do you manage to cope with time management? And Mary oh. asks Olga Vasina so much more easily with the default diary. I resisted it. I was terrible. I had it on my to-do list to learn how to put a default diary together, a school timetable kind of thing. Um, you don't fill every minute of every day. You just put some chunks in to say, I'm doing marketing there. I'm doing sales. 
I'm working on my goals. I'm working on, you know, my financials. I have two financial blocks each month. So I literally take the default diary. I put my start and end times in and I say, that's when I start. That's when I end. I claim the first 90 minutes of every day for me. I didn't do that to start with. I claim 10 minutes every morning to just get my head together. Now I've worked up to 90 minutes. Nobody disturbs me between 9 to 30 and 11. That's my working on me and on the business time. I put in 30 minute chunks around. I claim some time for me. And the more you do that, the more you realize that if you had an appointment with a client, you wouldn't just take it out the diary. But what people do is as the business owner, they often say, well, I was going to do my marketing plan that day or that time, but something else got in the way and they don't do it. So I stake my claim in my diary. I don't tell anybody it's an appointment with me. Well, actually I do, but I know you don't have to. You just have to say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do that. And I've got something in the diary. I can do, you know, afterwards. So you claim your time. Honestly, it makes a massive difference. You mentioned uh, uh, the fact that um, I, I put it uh, as a quote from you, Mary, what you measure, you manage. Um, so can you measure the business performance just by using this uh, spreadsheet or, you know, these pillars in a big corporation as well? Or is oh, it just applying to small companies? Yeah, I've got, I mean, I found the interesting thing is I found that the problems in big companies and small companies are exactly the same. I was at a conference, a speakers conference with uh, a guy in New York, and he had just had to fire the financial director of a massive multinational um, corporation because he said it's exactly the same problem. They don't understand. They are not planned and prepared some of them are flying by the seat of their pants. It's frightening. It's absolutely frightening. If you've got a small business, you can get control of it. Um, the financial checklist is just simple. It's really simple. And it works. It keeps everybody on track. I never have a surprise tax bill. I put my money aside every month because I use the financial checklist. And once a month, my bookkeeper says, here's the VAT, here's the profit you've made. And I just go, great, I'll transfer that into a second account. Um, there, so, are lots uh, of there, there is lots, as we know, there is lots of models. Uh, I mean, startups, they usually prefer business model canvas. How, uh, how would you compare the two? Or is there a better or less you know, good for any structure? Or is it equal for both of these structures to work for your company? Well, I think with this one, um, it's a bit like scaffolding. The, the nine box model is your scaffolding. Now, you can put up um, a single story building. You can put up a massive skyscraper. You can put up, you know, something that's very quirky. But the, pi the pillars are still the same for any size of business. Um, and it just gives you control. It gives you control. So I think having looked at the MBA business plans, you know, through to um, action coach. I was an action coach, business coach for a while as well. Um, 
I've looked at many, many organizations of all shapes and sizes. I've worked all around the world. And I came up with something that I wanted to be transparent and quick and easy. When I've given this one page plan to people, they've literally, and I've got some slides coming up with picture images on to take some screenshots. Um, when I've given these to people, they've come back and said, I've just had the best quarter ever with that one nine box plan, that one sheet of paper, best quarter ever, because when you're busy and everything's coming at you, you just look at the, the nine box model and you say, what's most important for my business right now? And I would say, do that and pick the top three things to do each day. That's all you need to do. Look at that one page and go, what does my business need from me? And it will be one of those boxes. Um, and literally just start with three things. You can end up with 103 things. Um, you know, you can have as many things as you like. But let's have a look. What else? Um, it is scaffolding. It's, it's the scaffolding. So, so um, we are just sharing with all of you uh, Mary's link tree um, with various links. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can connect to Mary also on LinkedIn and various um, methods of means of conversation. Start conversation as soon as possible. Don't wait and don't dwindle because procrastination is a killer for any business or for any personality. Now, Mary, let's go to our favorite questions that we always like to ask. What would you say are the top five skills any female um, who wants to have success in a business should have? Um, what, the top five tips for a business owner? Skills. Skills, skills. yeah. Skills. Okay. I think... Soft skills. I think honesty um, and that's about being honest with ourselves because I've had lots of people over the years say, oh, this didn't happen because of this, that or the other. Um, so I think honesty with ourselves where we say, I didn't get that business because I wasn't good enough. Um, and when you do that, you are opening the door to all sorts of possibilities. So honesty and self-honesty, I think, is, is good. Um the ability to ask questions, there is no such thing ever in any size of business as a stupid question, because if you have a question, somebody else is going to have it. And I think the ability, again, to be open and ask questions is very, it's rare because a lot of people, women are better at it. Now, you know, don't shoot me down in flames. That's my personal experience over decades. Women are better at asking questions. Um, they have less of a problem with ego because they will ask more questions. They want to get more to find out and dive deeper. So that's, that's important too. Um, collaboration. I think collaboration, find your groups, find your tribes, find the people who will help you and use them in the nicest possible way. You can give back, you can, you know, I mean, my thing is all about give um, and then you can receive. So be open to receiving as well. Um, I think consistency, 
because most of us get so busy and we can get tired if we're not careful. So again, I think consistency is, is a skill to really develop. If you start to do something, it's not always easy. If you say, I'm going to keep in touch with my database, I'm going to let them know what's happening and share some valuable tips with them because I don't want to be seen to be pitching. If you start to do that, say you're going to do it once a month or once a fortnight or once a week. Don't say I'm going to do it once a week and then struggle to keep up. So start with something simple and then you can get better at it. So consistency, I think, is really important. And the other quality... Is so the final quality, I, th I thought uh, we have five, but the final quality, Mary? Learning. Be open to learning. Learning. You know, it, it's like the guy who is in a war and he's shooting bows and arrows and he hasn't got time to talk to the man who's selling a machine gun. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. Absolutely. So playing on your ability to ask questions, I would like to bring great quotation in the business world. Everyone is paid in two coins, cash and experience. Take the experience first, the cash will come later. Now, experience, I would like to ask you, uh, Mary, about your life lesson quote and why it is important to you. About my life lesson quote. Quote. Oh, well, um, I have had a number of mentors over the years who I've been able to safely ask questions of. Um, I'm into lifelong learning, Kaizen, you know, the spirit of constant, never ending improvement. And I think somebody said to me once, you are really good at try, fail, adjust. Now, I prefer to call it test, measure and adjust. But I am willing to fail. I'm willing to have a go because I will learn something from it. And what I learn, I will make a list of all the things that I like best, LBs, and I will make sure that I continually do them. I will also make a smaller list of NTs, um, what I will do next time to make it even better. So when I do anything, I LB and NT it. What do I like best? I'm keeping those. I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And NTs, what can I do next time to make it even better? That's not beating yourself up. That's about saying next time I can and will make these specific changes. And that just takes all the pressure off and you move forward in small steps. But small steps give you huge rewards because most people don't do that. A step at a time, a day, week, month at a time, author unknown. Imagine the pandemic is over and you can invite any person uh, in the world to have private breakfast anywhere in the world. Where would you go to and who would you choose to go with? Is this dead or alive? Oh, well, let's, uh, let's go with uh, anybody. Okay. Well, if it was dead or alive, I'd want my parents to be back there. Um, although, having said that, my parents died in 1987 and 1991. But the great thing is I've never lost them. I've lost them physically, but I've never lost them because th their DNA is in me. But it would be lovely to sit, you know, and just have a, a chat and something to eat with them and, and relax. Um, that That would be great. I think... The wonderful thing for me about, sounds mad to say it, but the wonderful thing about COVID was we were able to do this and connect through Zoom. So I don't feel like I miss out on anything. I 
um, I would go anywhere. I'm happy in my front, you know, my front garden. I'm happy on my terrace. I'm happy by the beach. I'm happy anywhere. Um, and I'm equally happy with Zoom and a laptop. So, you know, there's no anything I want to do. And I believe this is true for all of us. I think anything we want to do, we can do it. I've met my heroes by just making phone calls and I've ended up with amazing um, results. So believe that things are possible and you can make them happen. I don't have anything on my list at the moment of some one particular person because I read books, I, I talk to people, I have my wonderful tribes and groups that I connect with. So it would be really hard to, to pin it down to one person. So uh, we know that at the moment it's impossible to connect with the deceased. Why would you choose your parents to have this unique opportunity to meet with? Because I was very lucky and I realized as time went on and I got older, I realized that the wonderful thing is my parents uh, brought me up with love um, and I had security. I Again, I could ask any questions. I was told, ask a question if you are not sure and stand your ground. If you believe something, stand up for what you believe in. And they gave me such love and such security and great values. We had no money, no money. We lived in an inner city um, suburb of Birmingham. And it was, well, I was born in 1957. So there were bomb sites still around. But there are some things in life that are priceless. Um, and I think great relationships are top of that list. Absolutely. Uh, it's priceless to have you as a guest tonight. Uh, Mary, thank you very much for your lovely um, presentation today. I did not expect uh, it's going to be a um, 46 page presentation, but I hope anybody that uh, would like to join Mary is going to connect with you and have that, as you call, personal taxation delivered to their email box. Next <laughs> week, we are going to talk about the five stages of addiction recovery on a path to healthy satisfaction. Uh, we are going to talk with our special guest, Deborah Driggs, who is uh, quite a character. I mean, it's definitely something to look forward to. Tune in next week at 6 p.m. Um, uh, CET uh, or midday um, if you're somewhere in the other parts of the world, not uh, well, if you're still alive. Anyway, as always, our positivity quote comes from positive thinking only and goes look for something positive in each day, even if some days you have to look a little bit harder. That's it from 78 episode of PhD Livestream. Thank you very much, Mary Colling, to stay updated and ensure you never miss a positivity hack delivered. Follow Women on IT and turn on notif notifications to be alerted once a video has been released. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Whether it's business, whether it's personal life, Maya Angelou delivers this powerful quote. Today is your day to hack the future and hack the positivity you want. Thank you. Thank you.